Hello and welcome to Everyday Mindfulness with me, Christine Charles. Now, for those of you who know me, hello, hello and welcome. And those who are listening for the first time, hello and welcome. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Christine Charles and I'm a life coach in the areas of resilience and a radio presenter for the Health and Wellbeing Show on Radio Plus Coventry, which airs every Saturday from 10am till 12 noon. Aside from being a radio presenter, I have spent over a decade in people development. If you want to know more about me, then simply go on to LinkedIn and type in my name if you're on LinkedIn. And if you're not, you can go to my website, Christine with a C dash Charles.com. Now, my why for doing this is to contribute towards the movement of mental health and eradicating it. Yep. And this comes from having to watch my late father, who sadly passed away last year, suffer, you know, from dementia as well as other illnesses. That leads me onto the very heart of everyday mindfulness and the pr- principles which this are founded on. And not just this, but my website and my business. You reap what you sow, designed to bring you words of encouragement and to evoke positive change in your life as well as the life that surrounds you. First of all, let's explore what mindfulness is. Back when I started my personal development journey, which is about 15 years ago now, self-awareness was the big buzzword until mindfulness replaced it. I have no doubt that another word will replace that, but we are sticking with mindfulness. Now, the core meaning and purpose for these podcasts is to put it simply, being mindful of our thoughts, emotions, recognizing those triggers, good and bad, um, and that affects our decision making, which comes hand in hand with mindfulness. Now, being able to be mindful, self-aware, to make better decisions, respond and react differently to what you would have done before and reap the benefits. Mindfulness and self-awareness is something I've always championed because of the breakthroughs I have witnessed and been a part of when applied consistently. I have seen people healed. I have seen people gain a new perspective. I have seen people renewing of the mind, resulting in happiness and peace, which is the starting of healing. Now, I'm not saying for one minute by doing this, you'll be happy forever, because that's just unrealistic, isn't it? Life is not like that. However, I would challenge your thinking and say that if we as a human race can master how we respond and react to what we feel around us and what we see and experience, um, well, imagine, imagine what the world will look like. And this is actually starting to happen in some communities if we look around. Now, I want to just touch on the roots of mindfulness. Current research states that mindfulness dates back to Buddhism, but it does not actually. The meaning of mindfulness actually dates back to biblical times. Mindfulness is all about being still. It's about noticing your mind, mind full. How full is your mind? And to know that you need to be present and still to be able to process. Now, when we look at the Bible, actually Jesus talked about several times in the Bible 
in the New Testament, he talked to his disciples many times where he said, why are you looking at the past and worrying about the future when you need to be present? And you know, when we look at Moses, Abraham, Enoch, uh, Noah, John, and the list goes on and on, for them to have interacted and her, with God and hear his voice, they had to be still, they had to be present. And in Moses' case, he saw God's face, didn't he? Um, so, And he had to get away. They had to get away from everyone and everything to do that. Jesus did as well. He he escaped many times to go and be alone, be still, to, to be ministered by God to, in the Holy Spirit. So this is not a med- meditation. If anyone's tuned in thinking this is a mindfulness meditation, this is not it. So please log off now. But if you are intrigued by uh, what I'm talking about, then stay tuned. And if it's for you, great. And if it's not, great. That's okay. It's absolutely okay. So um, what I want to do is start tipping the balance with this podcast, these podcasts that I release. Um Tipping the balance by sharing uh, tips, tools, and techniques techniques to overcome uh, the fa- the challenges that we face head on. Tip that balance. So today's episode, what's it called? It's called "Finishing is Better Than Starting." Patience is better than pride. And that's taken from the book of Ecclesiastes. I'm going to break that down in a moment. But first off. Let's give some context. Now, in the current climate we're living in, are you starting to feel the intensity? Some of you are still in lockdown and some of you are just coming out of lockdown. And I say this because I'm based in the United Kingdom, but I know some of you listening are not based in the United Kingdom. For those who are still in lockdown, impatience is starting to show People are ready for normality, but actually, what is normality? What is the new norm? No one knows, uh, yet we as human beings are longing for that. I know I am. Last podcast, last time I talked about faith and how Jesus had healed 10 lepers and only one came back. I could talk all day about faith and the many facets of faith, but I'm not going to today. Um, I am talking about patience, which which goes hand in hand with faith. You cannot have faith without patience and you cannot have patience without faith. Um, So I'm going to break this down and look at patience today. Let's look at what patience actually means. Patience means the capacity to accept or tolerate problems, delays or suffering without becoming annoyed or anxious. Capacity is the key word here. You need your patience tank topped up before using it. How full is your tank of patience right now? It doesn't matter so much about why it's not topped up, but if it's not, rather let's call to action about what you need to do to get that tank of patience topped up. What do you do? Do you step back? Do you take time out, go for a walk, talk with a friend or professional? Do you journal? Do you rest? Paint? Ponder on that for a bit. What do you do to take time out and top up your patience tank? 
Meanwhile, while you're thinking about that, let's look at where the word patience comes from. It comes from Old French, pronounced as patience, and directly from the Latin word patientia. I hope I've said that right to any of my Latin listeners. Apologies if I haven't, um, but do do stick with me. Um, It means endurance and submission. And for all those who love words, you will know that it's an abstract noun formed from the adjective. So let's look at scriptures and bring this to life. When we look at chapter 7 of Ecclesiastes, you find pearls of wisdom all over the place of what happens if you put your trust and patience in certain things. The book of Ecclesiastes is generally grouped in with Psalms and Proverbs as the wisdom literature of the Bible, amongst other books such as Job and Songs of Songs. So if you need wisdom right now, check out any of those books. But of course, we know God works through more than what we see, hear, read or feel, don't we? Now, going back to Ecclesiastes, it's more than likely to have been written by King Solomon. King Solomon was the son of King David. And although the Bible never confirms he wrote the book of Ecclesiastes, it does state that the words written in the book come from a teacher who ruled in Jerusalem. Chronicologically, we know that this book was written sometime after the rule of David, King David, and uh, after the rule of King David ended, and we know that his son Solomon took over the reigns shortly after. So it's a safe bet to say that it was written by King Solomon. In chapter 7, verse 8 of Ecclesiastes, in the New Living Translation, it says, Finishing is better than starting. Patience is better than pride. Now, this really grabbed me earlier in the week when I was looking at the lockdown and how impatient people are becoming. I went for a walk around my hometown and saw that people were not social distancing. There were groups of people together talking not two metres apart either. So I went on the hunt and naturally came across this verse. Finishing is better than starting. Patience is better than pride. And it really got me thinking, you know. So when I put it into the English dictionary to see what it means, I have found this. It means a feeling of pleasure and satisfaction that you get because you or people connected with you got something good done. And when I read that, I thought, yeah, that's actually right, isn't it? When you look at pride as a whole, you see as short term. Allow me to break this down. Pride gives you satisfaction for a certain situation, a moment which is then logged away and filed in your memory bank. For example, say that you achieved your target for the day at work. You feel a sense of pride, don't you, that you completed a piece of work. Or for some at home, you actually completed your chores and had time left over. Wouldn't that just be amazing for some? But on the flip side, and this is where I'm coming from, pride can also be perceived as negative. I'm going to share another example with you, a real life example about me. Two years ago, 
into my residency as a radio presenter, sometimes I'd walk away with pride that I'd produced and delivered a good show. I'd walk out of the studio, sometimes feeling happy with myself for getting everything right. No pressing the wrong buttons, cueing the music perfectly, and I mean to the second. Now, anyone who is a radio presenter and producer, so you produce your own shows and present, will know how challenging it can be in a studio by yourself, producing, presenting, and interviewing guests. So getting them on the phone, into the system, whilst keeping an eye on the time, making sure the tracks are lined up to the second can be a challenge if you're not focused. Then we had a system upgrade last summer and I thought I knew it all. I thought learning a new system, this is going to be easy. Now, some of you will know what's coming next. It took me months to get to grips with the new system. It took me months because I wasn't reading the manuals on how to do things. I thought because the new system looked so much like the old one that it would be okay if I took shortcuts. And I did take shortcuts. Who in their right mind would do that? Me! If I'm really honest, I was a bit prideful about things because I thought I was above the manuals. Just being honest. You see, my prideful attitude actually led to shows that were not polished. Well, not as polished as they should have been, in my opinion. Because I hadn't learnt the system to its best, I was making do with the basics when the new system could do so much more. I did repent to the Lord for having a prideful attitude and I even managed to laugh at myself now uh, and I can talk about it openly uh, and, you know, admit that I was prideful. But, 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 that is just a mild example of being prideful from a negative perspective. A part of me behaved that way because I was choosing to not have the patience I needed in the time required to read and learn. I was not seeing the bigger picture, the fuller picture with benefits. Almost a year on, I'm still learning, but now in a place to teach others the basics. And you know, that feels pretty good. In the story of Moses, we have a really good example of pride at an extreme level. Here, God unleashed the 10 plagues as punishment to the Egyptians for keeping Israel in slavery. Pharaoh, seeing all of this and experiencing it, did not soften. His heart did not soften. It only became hardened and so did his attitude. He became more irritated and not willing to compromise and carried on doing his own thing. Sound familiar to what's starting to happen in small pockets with lockdown? With Pharaoh, we all know what happens in the end. And if you don't, then I would encourage you to read the books of Exodus, Leviticus and Deuteronomy and Numbers. Do not watch the movie Exodus before, as some parts of it are not accurate. And I'm not saying it's a bad movie at all. I just want you to get the real context, the full context before you decide or if you decide to watch the movie. Now, I believe that we are all born with patience, but all of us, all of us have to work at it. 
If we were born with perfect patience, then I do wonder if pride would set in and not positively either. Going back to chapter 7, verse 8 of Ecclesiastes, where it says, finishing is better than starting, patience is better than pride. What area of your life do you need patience in most right now and why? Ask yourself what the benefits will be if you just applied a little bit more of patience in that area. In a world where we want instant gratification, instant results, (laughs) instant coffee, how can you learn patience? This situation with lockdown is slowing a lot down. Shopping, the way some of us work, although on the other side, it's sped up the amount of content that's out there. Have you noticed the amount of videos and podcasts that are being created? It's a very exciting time for the creatives in the world. But if you're not careful, you will become overloaded with how much you're consuming and this will add to your level of impatience. If you're watching too much or listening to too much, your brain will need to process that information. So at some point, you will need to slow down for that to happen. That requires an acceptance and an attitude of patience. Waiting, being still. The fruits of patience result in long-term gain. If we look at lockdown, as I said at the beginning, many are starting to get impatient and beginning to not social distance. Now, don't get me wrong, I have been tempted myself. So this is for me as much as you. But what's got me through is being reminded that this will not be forever. And complying with the government rules is literally going to save lives. And I ask myself the question, do I want to save lives? Yes, no brainer. Patience saves lives. Patience rebuilds relationships. Patience reconnects us with ourselves, others and God. Patience can set boundaries of what you are willing to accept and what you're not. Think about that. Now is a really good time to start thinking about boundaries. How can you apply patience in your life circumstances to set healthy boundaries? If you want some coaching on that, then just get in touch with me. Get in touch, guys. It's christine-charles.com. But for now, ask yourself, do I want short-term game or long-term fruits? Is it better to finish with patience or end with pride? And I'm going to leave you with that to chew on and think and process. Do get in touch with me if you have feedback or comments. I'd love to hear from you. And until next time, God bless you.